It's Thanksgiving weekend, and this is the thankful episode where we talk about the things that we're thankful for in 2020. This is the RV Miles podcast. RV Miles is brought to you by L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean is a proud partner of the National Park Foundation, and you can help them support the parks by shopping their limited edition National Park Collection. Every time you purchase products from the National Park Collection, which includes totes, shirts, hats, patches, and more, you're helping to protect, restore, and improve parks throughout the U.S. Search National Park Collection at LLBean.com and be an outsider with L.L. Bean. Welcome to episode 172 of the RV Miles podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, are crisscrossing North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and everything that we're thankful for. Uh, wow, it has been a strange Thanksgiving, but an enjoyable low-key one. I think it's been pretty much on par with 2020. Yeah. I expected nothing more, nothing less <laughs> from Thanksgiving. There's something to be said about being encouraged to just slow down, chill out, and stay in your pajamas. So we're going to run through some of the favorite things that we are thankful for this year. It's going to be a little bit shorter episode, but we're going to start off before that. We're talking about a couple items from our gift guide as we have been doing. And you can check out the full gift guide video on YouTube, uh, as well as the gift guide article on the rvmiles.com website, which we'll link to in the description and the show notes, which has lots of items. But instead of doing a big gift guide episode this year we're doing a couple items every week for a few weeks yeah we talked about that last week on 171 if you checked the gear guide article last week there has been a ton more added to it so go look again we've even done this year things like subscriptions non like tangible things you can hold type items for people because as full timers we know especially with kids how crazy it can get you know that one in one out philosophy gets really really hard around the holidays so we tried to put a little items on there as well that would help those of us on the road full-time who don't have a lot of space Absolutely. So the first item we're talking about this week is the Garmin 890. We talked about it briefly a while back. It was my fresh tank one week. Uh, the Garmin 890, Garmin sent it to us to test out. It is the new updated version of Garmin's RV specific GPS. And we're so, so happy with it. It has been a lifesaver for us. You know, a lot of people are really concerned about having a GPS that steers them away from roads they shouldn't be on, from bridges and tunnels that are too low for them. And this does the job really well. And I've had older Garmin's before that I wasn't so crazy about. We've had the in-dash GPS units. Um, we've often used our phones for Google Maps and stuff like that. But having an RV-specific device has been 
super helpful to us, even as people that pull trailers and have a truck uh, instead of having a big motorhome. Yeah, actually, someone asked about that in the RV Miles Facebook group this week because I had shared that the Garmin was on Amazon for Black Friday yesterday for $3.99, which is $100 off. And I had shared that if for anyone who was interested in it. And someone had asked about, is this useful if you have a truck and you tow a trailer? If you've been listening to this podcast for almost three years, you know that I don't tend to get as excited about gadgets as Jason does. And I can't stop singing the praises of this Garmin RV 890 because what I love the most about it is that I use it personally when I'm driving around and we don't have the trailer attached. It is so helpful when we get into a new city and we're navigating new highway systems The whole unit, the eight inch screen up there, the way they have your little car driving on the road. And you can switch between the having it in uh, RV mode and car mode. You can actually have several different vehicles so you can see the the truck image Yeah, (laughs) know that you're in truck mode and then a truck pulling a trailer and you know you're in RV mode. It's fantastic. And I love the option, too, that you can say, hey, Garmin, find me a dot, dot, dot along my route. And it's going to do all of that and keep you hands free. I haven't been this excited about an RV gadget that we have tested out or that we have brought in on our own in the four years that we've been on the road. Like just for my peace of mind as a driver, my peace of mind to make sure we're going the correct speed limit when we're pulling our trailer, like all of these things. I love it. I think it's worth the investment. I know it's a pricey one, but I do really think that it's worth the peace of mind it can offer if you struggle, like just trying to navigate new cities and new highways and new roads as you're traveling around. And and since it's a GPS device, it doesn't need internet. You get some additional functions if you tether it to your phone, but it does need internet. So when you're away from signal, you can find out where you're going. It even has built into it a, a whole database of stuff for RVers from uh, actually several databases, one of them being from iOverlander, which is full of boondocking locations. So yeah. you can actually even find boondocking locations without internet through it. Love it. I know we like a lot of things and we get excited about a lot of things, but there are very few things that we love. And I think it's very, very safe to say that we love. <laughs> This TPS unit. So it gets a big top of our holiday list recommendation. The second item uh, we're talking about this week is the Merrill Hut Mocks. Let's just go ahead and pull our shoes off. (laughs) We are wearing them right now. Uh, If you are watching this on YouTube, then you're seeing us just literally take our shoes off as we talk to you. (laughs) These are like winter coats for your feet. Yes. Um, And well, well, like fall coats for your feet. They're not hot by any means. But what I love about them, uh, you know, we're always going in and out of the RV and you really one of the best things you can buy for RVing is a shoe that you can slip on and off quickly and I've had several different versions sometimes I just wear my you know tennis shoes and crush the back of them which is not good for them but these have a crushable back which is awesome so you can just slip them on without even taking the time to pull them over the back of your heel if you want to and look they sent us his and her colors (laughs) like they sent us it's the same primary color and then the trims are slightly different which is I thought was really really cute 
I like these a lot. I find them really comfortable. They're very lightweight, which is always, again, a concern of mine. Like how much weight are we bringing in? These are incredibly lightweight shoes. They're absolutely worth the price. They're a great piece to put under the Christmas tree this year for someone or just something to have in your back pocket before uh, camping season starts next year. If you're already thinking about like some new pieces of gear you want for your camping season, these are a great around the campsite shoe. And I actually would hike in these uh, shorter trails. I wouldn't do a long, like, you know, four or five mile. But if I, there was a trail by the campground. Yeah, maybe. I'd pro- I would probably go out on these and I'd, I'd be OK with it. But it's sort of like, you know, we talked about um, another pair of shoes we liked for the longest time. Ufos that were we called them pillows for our feet. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these are very, very similar. What I like a little bit more about Merrill's are that it's enclosed. Yeah, this and is the a, cold weather version of that, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. And so, <laughs> and right now we're enjoying a little Midwest cold weather and it's nice to have the shoes on and be able to slip them on and off. Yeah. All right, it's time for this week's Ask, where we ask you to do one little thing if you are so inclined to help us out that doesn't cost you a dime. And this week we want you to go over to whatever podcast app that you use and subscribe to the See America podcast if you haven't already. We've been doing the See America podcast for a little over a year now, yeah. and uh, and we're really enjoying it. It is uh, really brief stories about great destinations in the country. And this week we're talking about Hannibal, Missouri, hometown of Samuel Clemens, a.k.a. Mark Twain. A place we have driven through many times, especially when we were Chicagoans living in traveling to my parents in Kansas City. So. We actually have done almost the whole Great River Road in different mm-hmm. sections, which is the road that follows the entire length of the Mississippi on both sides. <laughs> and I, I gotta tell you, it rivals Route 66. It it's really a, does. It's a beautiful road, especially as you get up towards Minnesota. And it's something that we keep talking about wanting to do again. But mm-hmm. it would be great to have you join us over at the Sea America podcast as well. It's a lot of fun to be able to celebrate great destinations across America that go beyond our national parks. Because, you know, one of the reasons why we started this podcast was because we felt that there wasn't really anywhere, any particular podcast that was just celebrating the the stories of the road. You know, we could, recapping is one thing and talking about experiences being there, but the stories that make these places up, why does Carhenge exist or the Cadillac Ranch or what is it about Hannibal, Missouri? You know, the Space Needle in Seattle, things like that. And so that just felt like a natural extension for us from America's national parks. And here we are almost a year and a half later, still doing it. Three podcasts a week. All right, we're going to take a quick break (laughs) to hear from our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about everything we're thankful for at the moment in the RV and camping world mainly, but also our lives. In our lives. 2020 has been quite the year. Looking forward to welcoming in 2021. We'll be right back. Be right back. Fall is here, so it's time to start thinking about prepping for the winter off-season. Whether you own an RV, a travel trailer, or a camper, EmpireCovers.com is here to help protect all your vehicles against Mother Nature. EmpireCovers.com offers high-quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect. Every cover comes with a free multi-year warranty to guarantee that it remains durable over time. RV Miles listeners can receive free shipping, plus an extra 15% off their entire order. Visit EmpireCovers.com slash RV Miles or use promo code RV Miles at checkout. 
EmpireCovers.com. Protect what you love. Outdoor enthusiasts of all stripes will enjoy Pelican gear on their adventures. Hard-sided Pelican Elite coolers are all made in America and are available in a wide number of sizes. Get a 20-quart for short day trips, a 50-quart for week-long adventures, or a wheeled 45-quart to keep the fun rolling along. Pelican backs all their hard-sided coolers with a lifetime warranty, too. RV Miles listeners can get a free day venture tumbler when they visit EliteCooler.com slash RV Miles and spend over $100. It's time for the answer to last week's brain teaser, which went like this. Always old, sometimes new, never sad, sometimes blue, never empty, sometimes full, never pushing, always pulling. What am I? The answer was the moon. So if you had that, you win, you know, a big pat on the back from us. <laughs> we'll have a new brain teaser later on the show, but now it is time to talk about what we are thankful for in 2020. Abby, let's start off with your thankful. Okay. We, we put together a list each of five items. Yes. So I'm going to start with my first, which is pretty obvious for 2020, which is continued health. Continued health for Jason after his 2019, continued health for our boys, continued health for myself, and continued health for our friends and family and all of you out there in the community. This has just been one of those years where not only have we had to battle coronavirus and all that has come with that, but so many people who had elective surgery scheduled for this year or just their own general medical care, be it really intense or just, you know, the the care that we need in order to keep our bodies going. We've had to rethink all of that and some things we've had to postpone. And so, you know, as we're all figuring this out, I'm just really thankful that our health has continued, that we have had I don't have anything to knock on wood, but <laughs> that we haven't had to take any trips to the ER. We only had that one issue with Jack. Well, where... Jack hurt his foot and then he was fine. And then he was fine. <laughs> uh, but he did need to go to emergency care, but then he was fine. So that's my number one right off the bat. Just continued health. Uh, my second is I'm very, very thankful for Verde Ranch RV Resort, which is where we spent three months at the beginning of this pandemic sheltering in place. And I'm so thankful that not only did they work with us to make sure we had a place to call home, but they were so fantastic in the way they handled social distancing, the way they handled the laundry rooms and, you know, keeping the clubhouse closed and being very, very open with that information as well through emails and through, you know, social distancing contact with their guests. And I know that so many people in that area, full-time RVers found themselves there. And it was through our time at Verde Ranch, which allowed us to have a safe place but then it also allowed us the opportunity that there were some other families who were all there right before the pandemic started and in concert together, the, the three families, we all decided to shelter in place in our little triangle that we had, you know, created. Yeah, we were already sort of together as a unit anyway. Right. So. We'd already been together yeah. for about a week, if not longer, before the shelter in place orders came down. And, you know, so it felt very natural to continue to be able to make this community, but do it in a safe way and, and all just stay home together. Like that was fantastic. Yeah. The, this park, even 
put their employees in. They had park model rental units. Uh, they even they they took those to make individual offices for their yeah. each for each of their employees so they could come to work and work separate from each other. It was great. Yeah. And when we got to this part of the year and into the fall and, you know, things started to escalate again, I remember saying to you, I wonder if Verdi Ranch would have us back (laughs) (laughs) because it just, you know, it it felt so right. And obviously we decided instead to get off the road and shelter in place uh, in the Midwest. But, you know, absolutely. I could not be thankful for them. I could not be more thankful for their staff. So if any of them are listening, uh, bless you for giving my family a place to call home for three months and making sure that I could keep my children safe and offer them peace of mind and stability through a very unsettling, continuously unsettling time that we are living in. What's next on your list? Uh, sweatpants. <laughs> sweatpants have sweatpants, sweatpants have had a glow up this well, year, haven't they've they? They've had such a glow up this year. <laughs> like sweatpants, you know, they are like the new hot yoga pant now, right? So there's nothing more that needs to be said. I'm so thankful <laughs> we, for sweatpants. We had They're just, so comfy. <laughs> we had already just bought me a ton of sweatpants <laughs> for when I had my, you know, my hospitalization at the end of last year. So I had all these great sweatpants and I had just been lounging in them all year. You were ahead of your time. You know, we were already on track for what 2020 was going to bring. But I'm very thankful for sweatpants and for long days spent in pajamas and not having to worry about it. What's next? Uh, my fourth one is this is a really personal one. I'm not even actually sure if they listen to the podcast or not, which I always feel better when like close friends don't. I don't know why I get weird about that. But we were blessed to be able to travel with a family this year that we were quarantining in place with for almost six months. And I'll try to talk about it without getting emotional. But I do really believe that they were a mental saving grace for us. For our kids to have built-in friends, for you to have built-in a built-in friend who would play chess with you on a regular they, basis. They just they matched us, and so it's a family of five with three kids that are the ages of almost of perfect. Ours. Yeah, uh, they we all had a counterpart. It, it, it matched it us was. very well. Yeah, and for me to have a friend in Rachel and to be able to spend that time with her and talk through this to have another mom and full-timer and road schooler to sit down and talk through this 2020 that we were living in and in concert together, try to make these decisions that would allow us, you know, to safely do what we were doing and and live our lives, but do it in a way that honored and, and protected our families and also the communities at large. Uh, That's a, that's a gift I can't, I could never have imagined when we rolled into 2020 or when we just happened to meet them, you know, on a whim. And they so, also got kicked out of an RV, RV park for backing us up. And, they you did. know, what better friends? Look, there what, than that? Exactly. Like, what better <laughs> friends are going to have your back and then load up and be like, peace out with you? They're an amazing family. I have no doubt that we are going to see them again in 2021. It's a friendship that will last forever. But I could not. They were they were just put in our path in the right time. And I sure hope they feel that way about us and that our brand of crazy. But, you know, we we get people asking us all the time about friendship on the road. There's a lot of concern if somebody goes full time that this could be a lonely life. Um, And we've met 
lots of families mm-hmm. just like this. Yeah. And it's it's been great. We've had we have more friends, I think on the road than we did living back in Chicago, well, or at least we see them more often, which is yeah. very strange, like meeting up with them in different places. Uh, we've done that in the last four and a half years, more than we were able to, I think, yeah. sometimes in Chicago. I don't know what we're doing right in and amongst all of this chaos, but boy, we get landed with some really beautiful people, both in the virtual world and in, in real life. And I'm just thankful for that. I will always be thankful for that. I don't care what year it is. (laughs) If I've been blessed to meet you, I'm thankful for you. So that's my number four. My last one ties into that a little bit, ties into the whole thing, just RVing in general. What a gift that we have had the RV community in 2020. And what a gift that so many people have been able to find the mental and physical outlet they needed in tent camping, RVing, van life, schoolie, whatever you want to call it. But how fortunate that amongst all of this, when we feel like our whole worlds are collapsing in and around us and so many people are trying to figure things out, that we just had this explosion of come back to nature. Come back to nature. Come back to RVing. And I know a lot of people have been real grumpy about the newbies on the road, but I'm not grumpy because... I'm really glad that they had that. I'm glad that they could take their kids out for three, four months and and work on the road and give their children the gift that we've all been given and the gift of full-time RVing and to see what we get to see. I mean, what that's amazing. Yeah. So I'm I'm very happy for the RV community that it's grown in size and that we get to welcome a whole new generation of RVers. And that's it. All right. All right. So, look, I got through it without crying. I'm so proud of myself. Um, (laughs) All right, Jason, what are your five things you are thankful for this year? Number one is Yellowstone National Park. Uh, We were, I think we were both a little iffy on Yellowstone. Not not that we didn't want to go. We both really wanted to go to Yellowstone. But I think maybe this is true for a lot of people. You really don't know what to expect at Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. You know there's Old Faithful. You know some of the sites that are there. And we just had the most wonderful experience, again, at just the right time. At the end of the summer, the crowds were great. And we were able to spend a very long time in the park for three weeks yeah. and, and and just explore all of these wonderful places over Jack's birthday, over Abby's birthday, and really get out to what are, I think, all of our real feeling of what a national park is, Yellowstone Yellowstone is the the quintessential national park, and it was just perfect tip to tail. We couldn't have lucked out more with the crowds mm-hmm. either. Did you read that Yellowstone clocked its highest attendance for October mm-hmm. ever? And August and September. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe that we lucked out the way we did, but we did. All right. What's up next? Uh, the weather. If the The year has been... A difficult one on so many fronts, but I think at least for us in the places that we were, the weather overall throughout this year so far has been pretty fantastic. Yeah, there might be a whole lot of people that are going to disagree with you on yeah. this one between wildfires and just the the hurricanes that have been unending sure. in the coast. No, for I sure. mean the weather for us. But the weather. <laughs> Not you, for <yes>, me. <laughs> the weather that has followed the Epperson's this year has been 
pretty spectacular. Now, I will say, though, I was about done with the wind. Okay. There was, there was we, a lot of wind. We dealt with a lot a, of wind. Yeah, let's have a side <laughs> side note on this weather thankfulness because there was some wind that I was convinced was going to tip us over. And then there was some rain that Don got my carpet all wet inside the RV. So, <laughs> but overall as a whole, it could have been a lot worse. Yes. Uh, my next item is people who work in customer service. Bless you. Bless you. I can't imagine what it is like and i know some of the people that are out there are are going into stores and are really frustrated with some of the stuff that they have to deal with everybody is having a difficult time navigating all of this and people in customer service aren't getting paid any extra and are working a lot longer and have more responsibilities for cleaning and sanitizing things and you know what i have I can't think of a bad customer service experience I've had this year. You've all been so fantastic. And I, I you know, I don't, I don't know what else to say other than we salute you. Yeah. Thanks and a lot. I would add on those working in customer service online as well. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine what everybody at Amazon. <laughs> we were- can you? I can't. I your can't. parents have, so her parents have uh, on the remote control for their TV. <laughs> on the back of it, there's a sticker. With the customer service number. So if mm-hmm. you don't know how to, can't figure out how to work your remote or your TV, mm-hmm. you flip your remote over and you call that number. And I thought mm-hmm. that has to be one of the most difficult jobs on earth right there. We were telling my brother about it and he was like, uh, I'm going to call that number right now. And all I'm going to say is thank you for your service. <laughs> I said, yeah, they probably need to hear that. What's your fourth? Uh, My fourth is pandemic innovation. Every time something major like this happens in the world, there is some good that comes out of it. And I think what we're seeing right now is a lot of acceptance of what we do. Mobile work, allowing people to work from home, allowing people to work from the road and remotely and different ways in which technology is making that easier. The the broad acceptance of Zoom meetings and even RVs, RV, the RV industry is really quickly retooling some of their floor plans to be more friendly to remote workers, a lot more desks in floor plans and offices in RV floor plans. So there's a there's a lot of stuff that is going into mobile work, which is great. And there's a lot of stuff that is going into uh, just keeping us healthier. Once this pandemic is over, I think a lot of us, I, I, I think things like the flu season will be reduced because people will just be a little bit more experienced at being cautious about about their health and about, you know, getting germs. I would really like to see some of the dining innovations stick around. Yes. Yes. We're happy to For sit. Sure. We're happy to sit 15 feet away from you. Yes, we whenever. are. There, there will be a lot of truck bed meals still taken by us in 2021, uh, just because we have found that takeout is just a, is just so much more enjoyable. Yep. You know, get a get a growler of beer, get your pad tie, go sit on the back of your truck. truck bed. There you go. All right. What is your final one? My final one is just another year on Earth. You know, I it, I never really had the time to sit down and and think hard about. I had the time, but I didn't really, you know, there's just well, so much. Well, you was, were in survival mode. There That's was not so time. much going into 
my health situation at the end of the last year, um, they were just getting through it. And, um, now over a year later, we're just a year post of, of coming back, uh, out of my North Dakota, um, out of ending my, uh, my treatments and, and all that. And, it's weird. I, you know, it's, I don't even like to talk like this, but like, you know, when you go through something like that, you do savor moments more. You do think about um, things a little bit differently. You do enjoy things a little bit better. And uh, you do love when your child comes running past the side of the camera and you think, are they going to be in the shot? Are they going to knock us over? Are they about, are they about to yell at us in the middle of dad's very (laughs) thoughtful sentence here anyway it's it's been a fantastic year even with everything that has happened uh uh, with the coronavirus and the million other things that are happening on earth it's 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 been a a year to cherish for me still we were talking about this earlier today that uh just talking about immediate family members we seem to be the only couple that went into this and continues to be into this like oh you want us to stay home for like 7 14 21 five months six months Sure. No big deal. <laughs> We've been sitting at home since like August we're of last year. It. We're just, we were almost like 2019 and what an awful thing to have to kind of go through in order to prep for this. But when this rolled down for us, it does not negate the tragedy and loss of life that people have experienced because we have been so fortunate not to have anyone contract COVID in that way. But to be asked to stay home so that we don't or so that we don't, you know, possibly give it to somebody else. Yeah, we got that. We had the sweatpants ready. We were like, okay, we just watch all the things. We'll work from home. Our life, you know, that was what we were doing for, you know, five months before. And then we got on the road for two weeks and you asked us to start doing it again. So so it's, you know, having lived through something where staying home, taking care of yourself and your loved one in order to keep a loved one alive is what is asked of you to turn around and do that in 2020. Uh, We're honored to have been able to do that. Finally, I think we both want to thank you, the listeners for, for being here and uh, for constantly supporting us. It's been fantastic to have the continued response we have from all of you and, uh, and we couldn't do this without you. So thank you for being there. Absolutely. And thank you for giving us an opportunity to show our boys what a beautiful community can look like and what people look like when they support and encourage one another and uh, speak to each other about tough topics in ways that are meant to uh, move us forward and not push us back. So thank you for allowing us to be able to give that to our boys and show them that that is still out there and that is still possible and that we can continue to grow as humans and make better choices. So as you spend this weekend and you go into the holiday season, I know it's going to look different. There's a lot of things that we're mourning about the holiday season, but we take comfort knowing that doing these things today means that we get a holiday season next year and the year after, and we get it with those that we love and and cherish on this earth. So we'll just continue to wear those really comfy sweatpants. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have our fresh tank, black tank. Be right back. When it comes to RV travel, weather safety is a top priority, which is why the Highway Weather app provides weather forecasts for road trips along every point of your route, adjusted to your time of travel. You can compare forecasts, get recommendations for the best time to head out, get severe weather alerts, add rest stops to long trips, and more. 
Did I mention all of that is included free in the app? For subscribers, there's a hands-free background feature to automatically alert you to upcoming bad weather. To download the app, visit highwayweather.io today or look for it in your iOS or Android app store. It's time to check the level of our tanks. Abby, what is in your black tank this week? So in my black tank this week, perhaps you've heard the story that there is this new art installation that just like popped up in Utah, just out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody knows how it got there. Uh, nobody knows why it's there. It's just got a very, very like space odyssey vibe to it a little bit. Uh, but I'm not black tanking the art installation. I'm black tanking the people that are now constantly hiking to this place, driving their ATVs, their Jeeps on foot, whatever, to get to this newly found a piece of art because when this story broke, the one of the first things that the Bureau of Land Management said was, please don't go find this. It's very, very remote. We're very concerned about hikers being hurt on their way there. Uh, our ability to get to you, rescue you, the resources that will be asked in order for us to do that and to save you, please don't go. So what is everybody doing? They're going. Well, Kate, don't you don't you blame the person who put this a little bit for for that? I mean, you this was bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, am I surprised <laughs> like that they just you know, would it have been better and I'm not sure, you know, they were doing some uh, bighorn sheep research, I think, and mm -hmm. they were out there flying around, that's how they found it. Is there part of me that's like, "Wow, well, I really wish you'd kept that on the DL?" Just like, you know, could we just an inner office memo maybe as opposed to like here USA Today write this article and then here comes like 5,000 other articles after it and here comes you know I mean TV shows are like I can't remember I think it was like Diesel Brothers or something was like flying out there and they're like we're gonna be the first ones there no you weren't actually there was like a group of 30 already there so it's not it's not a good idea I, i'm just not a, a fan of the whole thing i you know somebody went out there with a concrete saw in, in the middle of nowhere and just damaged the natural landscape for no reason whatsoever well and, uh, who says it was a person on this planet okay 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 i mean that's you know i think that to me is like the fresh <laughs> tank part of this is that the theories that are being spun are are quite enjoyable to read. And, you know, to also back up, this is my black tank. There's also real concern by the Bureau of Land Management about damage to the land out there. This is a really remote area. There's People don't go out here. This is why this hasn't been found for as long as it has. So this is fragile land that what we're going out there with our bottle of Windex so we can spray this thing down and get a shiny picture for our social media. Like, come on now. Like, it's just... Be better stewards of our land. And if you're asked not to do it, don't go do it. And also, you know what? Shame on those television shows, Greenlight and stuff like this. And I'm sorry, but like when you a major television show does something like that, it does encourage others to go forth and do. I, I think the, I, like I it. think the I think the Bureau of Land Management should have just pulled it right out of the ground. Well, they're going to consider what to do with it. They're, you know. 
They're not just going to make a knee-jerk reaction. There's a lot. Look, this doesn't just be like some guy who works at Bureau of Land Management walks over there and chops it down. Can you imagine how many committees, how many different oh, like I know. levels? This is the government we're talking about here. They'll be talk. They'll be in committee. Which on is why, part. which yeah. is why the people that arrived there should have just. Yeah. Oh, there's trash on the ground. Pick it up. That's what it is to me. <laughs> oh, we thought it was a big slab of trash. Oops. <laughs> so there you go. What's your fresh tank? Uh, so my fresh tank is something I give a fresh tank to almost every single year. It uh, was part of our holiday gift guide video that we just recently put out on YouTube. And that is the Holiday Blend Coffee from The Roastery, which is a Kansas City coffee brand. And they put out their Holiday Blend. It usually comes out early November. And it's out until they run out towards the end of December. And it is probably the best cup of coffee. One of the best cup of coffees I will ever have. I wait for it every single year. You can buy it online. I believe a pound is about $14. Absolutely worth it. Or if you have someone in the Kansas City area, ask them to go get you some from Hy-Vee because it's only $11 at Hy-Vee. I love this coffee. I think it makes a beautiful gift. And, you know, I buy it up and then I, I drink it as long as I can at the beginning of the year. So that's my fresh tank. Okay. All right, Jay, what's in your black tank this week? About 10 days ago, I put together uh, a video on Winnebago's new model announcement. And uh, since then, a Forbes article has come out talking about uh, how difficult it is to buy a new RV right now. And a lot of the different models Winnebago is putting out right now have a two-year waiting list, according to Forbes. Now, I don't know how accurate that is because sometimes reporters, you know, get stuff wrong. But we know there is a big waiting list right now, whether it's two years or not. And uh, and that's a, that's a real challenge for a lot of people that want to buy a new RV. Uh, because if you want to order something, you're going to be waiting quite a while for it. And who knows what the heck you're doing in two years. If I wasn't an already sort of established RVer with an RV, like, well, take us, for instance, if there was a Winnebago, I really, really wanted it. And I know I've got two years left in Ranger Gandalf Traley, then I would probably do that. I don't know. Maybe we need to be ordering something right now. I don't know. Oh, boy. I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to start paying for it for two no, years. That's true. I guess we'll just start putting our pennies in the jar for when we do have to start paying for it. All right. What's on your fresh tank this week? My fresh tank's sort of the flip side of that. And that is the fact that there are RVs heading back to dealer lots now. For for a while, they were just getting thinner and thinner. And even a lot of the RVs that you might see sitting on a dealer lot were taken. They were probably sold and waiting on a part or something like that. Yeah, don't be deceived. If you drive by an RV dealership and you see a bunch of RVs on the lot, don't just naturally assume you're going to roll up there and be able to get one. And that, that's standard in general. But in 2020, most of those were sold. So what happened during this year is a lot of dealerships put in real big orders to cover uh, some of those units that were disappearing as people bought them. And those orders are really just starting to be filled now. A lot of dealerships actually took the time to repave their lots. That's how bad <laughs> it was. And uh, and now there's there are new RVs being put on some of those 
freshly paved lots. I do like a nice freshly paved lot. <laughs> so I'm glad so, there, so over the winter, I think that's going to even continue to go be stronger and stronger. And uh, and by spring, which is often a busy season for uh, selling RVs, they'll be back again. It'll be an interesting spring for sure. All right, let's wrap this episode up with the new brain teaser. A man has just finished painting his house and he needs something. He goes to a hardware store and asks for help finding what he needs. The clerk shows him where the objects are and tells them that they cost a dollar each. The man says, I'm taking 600. So here's $3. What did he buy? We'll have the answer to that and a whole lot more on next week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. Yes, we will. And thank you so much for joining us today. If you are enjoying RV Miles, and we sure hope you are, please consider going over to Apple Podcast and leaving a five-star review for the show. That just helps put us in front of more people. Or if you're listening on YouTube, please click that thumbs up icon. Again, that will put us in front of more people. If you have any questions for Jason and I, please feel free to find us over at the RV Miles Facebook group, the nicest group of people you are going to find on Facebook. I guarantee it. And also you can email us at editor at rvmiles.com. Of course, RV Miles is all across social media. Just search for us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Until next week, thank you again for joining us. Be well, be safe, wear your mask, and keep logging those RV miles. Bye, everybody. Yeah, did we want to do the picture first oh. on the camera?